Hello and welcome to Adlib Heroes. My name is Joey, and despite my best efforts, I cannot find a way to sneak all the lyrics to Smash Mouth's All-Star into the introductions just to annoy TJ. At our table today, we have... Hi, I'm TJ, and I am infinitely grateful for that fact, and I play Kirith Odell. Hi, I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. I'm Riley, I play Grimlock Seaspray. Now, let's get back to the action. Previously on Adlib Heroes, Kirith, Olivia, and Grimlock are attempting to recover the stone seeds stolen from the Court of Floating Lilies from Jenny Bagabones. After things went sideways in their initial meeting, they have decided to go steal or acquire the blue hammer from a bugbear named Ston. On the way to the Hobgoblin Legion lands, they encountered a goblin named Vari who they recruited. Now they are headed to the fortress on the border of the Hobgoblin lands to pass through customs. <laughs> so, if you remember from last time, the Hobgoblin lands are these stony hills in dusk covered by towering pine trees and you can see a number of rocky granite fortifications peeking out from between them often with multiple tendrils of fire that look like forges and bonfires you are riding on a log along the river and as you reach the shore there is a dock that has been completely battered away by the waters and there are several boats that have been pulled far, far inland on this pebbly beach. There is a short gravel path that leads up to a fortress that sits between two hills. On the top of the fortress, you can see several heavily armored figures marching back and forth. And there is a large gate that is open just a little bit up ahead. What would you like to do? Uh, well, Vari, do we just approach the gate? Yeah, for customs. Great. Yeah, I hope we have something that they want. Do you have metal? Oh, yeah. They love metal. Oh, yeah, we're, we were going to go with the copper, right? Oh. Wait, didn't we... That depends on if that's what they prefer. Worst case scenario, they turn us away and we sneak through the woods. Mm-hmm. Vari is very quiet. Good. <laughs> uh. Shall we just head up as ourselves? I don't see a problem with that. So, as you start to approach the fortress, a couple of the armored figures on the wall uh, ready longbows and have them pointed at you. When you reach the gates, there are two hobgoblins standing on either side, each with an unsheathed longsword pointed down at the ground. Uh, and as you get closer, one of them shouts out to you in, uh, after examining you in common, yelling, State your business! Uh, we're here to travel deeper into your lands um, to meet with, what's his name? Are we just, just going to be straight up here? Ston? Yeah? Yeah. I'm cool with it. Uh, we're here to meet and have a discussion with Ston. Yo, you'll have to speak with Captain Drek. Where, where would we find him? Follow me. And he turns and marches very evenly, two steps forward, turns 90 degrees, two steps forward through the gate, looks over his shoulder to see if you're following. Yep. Yep. Inside the fortress there are pine torches sputtering on the wall, giving off a smoky, dim light. He leads you down a short hallway uh, and then opens a large uh, wooden door bound in metal. Uh, and inside you can see at a very plain wooden desk on a simple table, there is a 
hobgoblin with a big scar down his cheek. Uh, he's got his helmet on the table and he's got several papers in front of him. Uh, he is writing on the papers and you are shocked by how neat and precise the handwriting is. Mm. And they have a quick exchange in Godly. Badabang, stone, ebedo, soma, erfu, human, ago, kinom. And so, after a moment, the guy who uh, led you in salutes the captain, motions for you to enter, and then heads out after and closes the door behind you. Uh, greetings. Uh, he, so he looks up, he says, uh, I am Captain Drek. I understand you want entrance into the lands of Grakok the Wretched. Yes, we are looking for um, an underling of his named Ston. So he pulls, he goes through his papers and he pulls out a piece of paper and he starts writing on it. Mm -hmm. uh, and he, he says, uh, how long will it take you to complete your business with Ston? Mm. Likely not more than a short meeting. Yeah. So three days is long enough. Is that, is he far from here? I don't know his exact location. Mm. So do you need uh, to hire a guide? Uh, I think we have a guide. Like, look down at so, so, Vari. Yeah. Vari nods and says, Vari will guide. And the hobgoblin kind of glares at him a little bit <laughs> and says something in gobbly. And he says, Vari only speaks man tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, Captain Drek writes something on the paper and he says, uh, all right, uh, I will need all of your names and your hometowns. Okay. I don't like this. I don't love it either, but... but what? They're not... They're probably not magical. They can't... They might have witches, but I doubt it. Uh, Kirith of Ralu. I'm... Was the town where the dojo's opening? Oh, um, Just outside of Avalon. Um, oh, I do not remember because it's been a while and I didn't oh, think I'd need that Forsberg? in my notes. Forsberg, that's yeah, right. Forsberg. Uh, Olivia of Forsberg. Uh, Grimlock of Forsberg. Nalia <laughs> of the Court of Stone Lilies. Fari of Forsberg. <laughs> <laughs> So he writes all that down and he says, and how will you pay your entrance tax? We have... Uh, what is acceptable? We have silver and copper coin. Um, if you wish to pay uh, coins of uh, the prime material plane? Yes. Uh, silver, it will be two each. Copper, it will be 30 each. I give them 30 copper. Uh, so if you're not familiar... That means that you pay more if you pay in copper. Yeah, but I, I guess I only have two silver, but I could, I'll pay them the two silver. Um, Vari looks at you expectantly. It was my idea to bring him along. I got him. <laughs> you know what? I got Grimlock too. I just put six silver down. Okay. Thanks. So he says, he would, uh, I would have paid for you, but you were so fast. I'm just like, <laughs> bam, here you go. <laughs> Here's the money. Look at all these pennies. <laughs> <laughs> and Drake says, uh, and who is the leader responsible for your group? Uh, I am. Olivia of, all right. If any member of your group breaks any of our laws, uh, you will be drawn and quartered. Here are your papers. Thank you. Oh, I guess I, I also pay for Nalia. <laughs> forgot about her <laughs> alright so he gathers up the coins and he says uh, you are free to travel from here directly to Ston's encampment okay cool so he kind of motions for the door and okay you 
can leave this hobgoblin fortress. Uh, it's up to you. Are you leaving directly? Are you doing anything else? I suggest we leave directly. I'm not really comfortable hanging out. Okay. Unless somebody uh, had something they wanted to do, but... Uh, I still have rations from the material plane. Are you guys all, all of a sudden good to go? Yeah, yeah, I'll be good for food for a while. Um, now's a decent opportunity. We could probably buy you some new armor. Is there shops and stuff? It's a hobgoblin fortress. I assume they have a... So, so when you ask him, he says... Uh, if you wish to go shopping, we'll need to do an additional customs form oh. if you wish to go to the Citadel. Uh, it's okay. N- never mind. There's no no duty-free? No. Oh. Not for not for uh, gnomes. Gnomes. He thinks. It's fine. Thank you very much. We will <laughs> see you. No duty-free. Well, we will see you uh, in... Three days' time. Th- three days' mm. time. So you head out through the fortress. When you head back to the main hall, you can kind of see the main gate because this is, the fortress is probably only about 50 feet across the whole way through. It's really a gatehouse more than anything. Mm. Uh, when you get to the far side, there it, the gravel road continues onward uh, and it is following the rims of the hills. Uh, as you are walking along, after you've walked for about an hour, you see in the distance a group of about five hobgoblins heading towards you. Like, from the way we're going? Uh, th- so, they, you are heading north down the road, they are heading south. Wait. Okay. Just go to walk past them. Okay. Yeah. So as you approach, one of them steps forward and goes, Bado kamabada. I hold out my paperwork. So he takes it, he examines it, he <laughs> nods and hands it back to you. Okay, <laughs> cool. Ah, you fit in, like, you just know what's up here, huh? Um, I, I just read people pretty well. <laughs> As you head through these lands, when you're on the road, about every 30 minutes to an hour, there is another hobgoblin patrol that wants to see your papers. Cool. I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad we didn't try to sneak in. It would have been a pain in the ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, don't don't use rods if you sneak, Vari says. Hmm, that's you gotta climb. Like, like swing from tree to tree. If you know how to do that, that's a good plan. <laughs> I mean, like I do. I don't know what you go. <laughs> Take the infinite stair uh, up through the mountains, <laughs> led by a weird little goblin thing. <laughs> We already found the spider. (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Eventually, you come to a crossroads, and Bari kind of stares at it a little bit, and he kind of looks at uh, at Grimlock and goes, which way do you think? Which which way do I think? Like, to go? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, uh... You little... Fuck. <laughs> like, I know we were, like, pretty buddy-buddy, but, like, you don't want to confide in me, like, my allegiance is to <laughs> Oh, yeah, Vari knows, Vari knows, let's go this way. In- and he- insight? <laughs> Can I tell he's full of shit at this point? <laughs> uh, roll insight, because he admitted to Grimlock he was, but mm-hmm. he's lying to Kirith. Fourteen? Uh... Yeah, he does not know. Um, If we wait at the crossroads for a little bit, the next patrol will be by and we can ask for directions. Okay, so you wait for the next patrol? You. (laughs) Uh, So patrol comes up. Uh, Do you speak common? Yes, yes, I do. Um, Here's our paperwork. Our slave is an idiot, and I just (laughs) nudged Vari with my foot. Like, I don't kick him too hard, but just kind of a forceful push. He lets out a performative yelp, like, Yeah. (laughs) He's an idiot. He is our guide, but he seems to be lost at this very juncture. Could you point us in the right direction? Where do you need to go? Uh, Does it say on the... Stan, the paperwork? Uh, Three more crossroads, then you want to head to the east. Thank you so much. I, like, again, just gently nudge him. Uh, the 
hobgoblin you were talking to gives you back your baby and says, do you need any hands you a whip? Mm. It's fine. He's a weak, stupid, stupid He's a slave. goblin. <laughs> I, I fear I would um, hit more s- the little sense he has left out of him. Always a danger. Mm. Watch out for nail bogs, though. Nail bogs? What is that? What are we watching for? Nail bogs. If, uh, if you treat too many goblins too badly, one of them gets magic powers to punish you. Mm. That's a cool defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. So, so usually we choose one goblin and just tell him he's the nail bog and treat him real nice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So he will tell the other goblins. Well, then we've made the goblins happy without a real Nilbog showing up. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. When they're out of earshot, I'll be like, Vari, are you okay? Oh, Vari is hurt so badly. You're so strong. No. Are you actually, <laughs> like, I'll roll medicine? Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to roll my eyes and keep walking. 12? 12. Uh, so, yeah, he's showing you where he was kicked so badly. <laughs> he was kicked as hard as you thought you kicked him. Yeah. It's it's okay. Here, I'll use my magic. I just play a song, mm-hmm. but just use... Oh, I learned um, prestidigitation. So I'll clean, him, like, yeah. clean the area <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that feels bad. Oh, yeah, you like ugly wives and dirty things. Kirith, you saw your magic on him. Make him dirty. Druid crab, you're covered in dirt. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Kirith. It's so good to Vari. Just, uh, Keep going. He likes you. <laughs> yep, weird. <laughs> the, the goblin's a big fan of ditch magic. <laughs> So you, it takes you about four hours to get to the crossroad where you need to turn east. And again, these lands are surprisingly well organized. Hmm. This is better than it is in most of the boonies back home. Hmm. It's kind of concerning. Like, what are they preparing for? I mean, oh, war. Like? They want the Oryx stones. What are those? It's what Jenny says they want. Oryx stones. Are they, like... Is there a role we can do to know what that is? Uh, there's... An, you can make an Arcana check. DC 15. 14. Boo-hoo! So you know the Oryx stones are a legend that dragons tell. Mm. But you don't know... You'd need, you'd need books to check it out. Mm-hmm. I turn to Nalia. Do you mm-hmm. know what an orc stone is? No, I've never heard of that. Mm. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. I might as well try. 17. 17? So the orc stones are apparently three rocks that are the key to infinite wealth. Huh. But again, there's only so many details you get off of just your raw arcana roll. Yeah. You'd have to go do more research to get more information. Uh, yeah. Uh, masonry lo- knowledge to, no- to know more <laughs> about like the physical form of them, like what they look like, maybe? No. Damn. <laughs> I mean, from what I've heard... It would be of- more if you found an auric stone, you could make a masonry roll to be like, what's up with this? Oh, okay, cool. The little bit that I do know about hobgoblins, though, is just they're preparing for war because hobgoblins prepare for war. <laughs> yeah, they always want to fight. Makes sense that they would be quite organized then as well. Mm-hmm. They make the- goblins dig metal. Mm. So mean. Mm. Not like not like such nice humans and elves. Keep going. You're not again. a big gnome, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> you made a weird face when he called you a gnome. No, gnome's like... I thought you were a mega gnome. I am now. I like that description. Like the king of all gnomes. <laughs> uh, the gnome shogunate. <laughs> the grand gnome master. And unless you're talking to a gnome... Yes, but other than that, it's a secret. Archdeacon. It's a secret. No. Don't tell people you're a mega gnome. Yeah, don't tell them. The mega you're like gnome. a nilbog. Yes, the manifestation of suffering of gnomes everywhere. Mm-hmm. They gave me the uh, 
the illusion ma- magic to make people appear to be pu- mushed into a pulp. <laughs> oh. The illusion magic to look like a common dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> so as you follow the road and it turns, uh, the pathway s- stops being so clear as it heads along. Eventually it starts turning into more of an animal run, like a trail of dirt instead of a a lightly paved road. Okay. Uh, eventually you reach a point where there is a deep decline of the road. It is heading down into a valley. Down inside that valley, there are several leather tents that are being held up by very large bones as the as the frames. So the tents are eight feet high, and you can see a series of bones sticking at the top of the round structures. Hmm. Uh, there are probably about 40 or 50 tents down in the valley, and one of the tents is about three or four tents put together that is in the central of center of all these tents, there is a spiked wooden palisade around these tents. What time of day about is it? It is always dusk here. All right. But we've been traveling for... About six hours. Okay. So pro- a little past midday for, from your internal clocks. Okay. Ominous book. It has been dusk for four <laughs> hours. <laughs> Good. Hmm. I uh, don't know if it's going to be getting any darker. We might, like... Don't know. Yeah. It would make sense for goblin folk to make their settlement in a place that was dark. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't... What if it's I don't think from all I, the fires? It's clearly dusk. The, mm. You can see the sun setting and still setting. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's not allowed to move here. Mm. Oh, like the field. Mm-hmm. Mm. Garcock wants it to be nearly night. Mm. Wait, so that isn't Jenny's work? That's Garcock's We're not in Jenny's territory. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Jenny decides for Jenny. Garcock decides for Garcock. Huh. I assume the all of the... Uh, Water reflecting the wrong time of day is also just the Duke of Stone Lilies mm. being himself. Yes, he, he enjoys watching the change, now ah. he says. That's, that makes this place even weirder. <laughs> that it's not just naturally weird, it's whatever the person in control of that land wants it to be. <laughs> I thought it was like a prison thing, like, you know... You split it up, and then there's just like, you know, it's three o'clock land. Mm. And if, you know, if you move, it's like a different one. But they choose. That's not how I thought this worked. Me neither. That's even weirder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nalia just shrugs. Before we go walking. I mean, is it normally, like, what's it like, prime material? Uh, time passes, and you have no effect over it. But but what if time starts going too fast? It doesn't. It It's pretty consistent. What if you have a bunch of stuff to do? You either budget your time or you just don't get it all done. It's really stressful for humans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, she says to you. I mean, oh, I feel less effective by it, but maybe that's... The same as, like, a butterfly not realizing how short their life is. I don't know. Actually, that makes sense, because Val constantly gets mad at me for taking too long to do anything, just because it took me six whole months to get the door replaced. <laughs> That's, like, nothing. Six months is nothing. It, thank you. Um, Bringing it back to our mission at hand, uh, <laughs> instead of just... Olivia suddenly looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, I don't know that we should just walk, walk in there. Um, maybe we should discuss somewhat of a plan. Um, yeah. with this, with the extra information Vari gave us, we could potentially try to lie about finding a Oryx stone or knowing well, where that's one what, is. Uh, what was his name? The hobgoblin leader? Drek. Or Garcroc. Garcroc. 
Um, does Ston work for him as well? Yeah. They they all work for... They all work for Garcock. Okay. So that's one thought, is we could, we could say we know where one is, or we know that Jenny has found one, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Another opportunity for us could be... Um, we could say we found out one of Jenny's plans and is letting Ston take her goblins because she plans a revolt. Except for Vari. Except Vari, Vari is from Forsberg. Right. Vari likes prime material plane and that's salt and smooth butter. Mmm. <laughs> smooth butter. I think if we the less the less we could just say that we have information on Jenny and it needs to be reported to Ston. Uh beyond that any lie will do, even not a lie saying that she does not have the stone seed all the stone seeds anymore. Uh anything to get in within range, right? Like we need to investigate where he's keeping that hammer. Mm. Uh, More or less. Could make like a long-winded story about like how Jenny is planning on like invading him and like because she thinks that he has it or like saying that she does have it and that you know where it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like the idea that she's lost the seeds and then playing on that she's planning an attack. Mm-hmm. Something. But then comes the, how do we figure out where he's keeping the hammer? Is mm-hmm. it just keeping it on him? Is it hidden somewhere? Um, they said it was small, so it's probably like... Like a regular-sized hammer. Yeah, yeah. Um... Like, it might be creation-based, so it might be, like, in use, not on display, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Well, if we can at least get in their good books enough to stay the night in and around their camp. Yeah, if we can wait till, I don't know if they even have off hours for rests and whatnot, but... If we can manage a, a, a level of infiltration that's a little bit smoother than what we did with Jenny, we might be able to just get in, get out. Mm. I thought that went pretty well. The infiltration or the escape? Because one definitely went well. Both, but not the stuff in between. <laughs> <laughs> there was one bad bit in the middle. <laughs> you know, that's part of whatever. <laughs> Apart from where we got caught, it went amazing. Yeah, that's uh It was the What loitering. did you do in the army again? Uh dug trenches and cooked mostly. Yeah, all right. I fought, I fought some guys. It's, okay. You know, we had like a boxing league. Cool. Oh, recreationally fought <laughs> some guys. All right. <laughs> So the plan is to try to stealth around or to walk up so that then well, they don't think we're being sneaky sneaks yeah, and then sneak it, and sneak. And then once we've set up a camp, probably somewhere back here away from them, we can try to sneak in mm. if that's necessary. Yeah, we have the paperwork and they seem to, to stand by a pretty... Well, the hobgoblins do. Yeah, bugbears are uh, kind of. You can think of hobgoblins as soldiers and bugbears as spies. Nelia says, mm. uh, "Bugbears tend to be sneakier, look for their own advantage. They're afraid of the hobgoblins, so uh, make sure they know the hobgoblins know you're coming here and you're supposed to go back." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, if we're doing that, we should yeah rely on letting them know we have information about Jenny. If they do want to operate as spies, maybe we can make a deal for that information, etc. And if we did decide to stay in the camp or stay around the camp or something like that, 
mm-hmm. the benefit would be we could give even more false information if if some of us stayed behind and like Nally and I maybe talked about oh we're so glad he's actually listening Jenny sucks blah 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 mm-hmm. and they could come and eavesdrop on us they would feel again we want them to feel like they have the advantage mm-hmm. and that would be a good show of faith us staying near them for the like rest period I do have a um, a song I've been working on that helps with shelter. So, um, mm-hmm. basically, I can create a sphere um, that's impervious, not to sound, so they could go and be outside of it, but it's a safe space. Only certain things can enter, I think. That sounds really helpful. Yes. Uh, how how long can you do it for? It will last for eight hours. Oh, awesome! Are you talking about Tiny Hut? I'm talking about Lehman's Tiny Hut. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people can walk in and out of it, but I'm not. Sh- I'm not positive. Uh, um, the spell. Uh, No, um, creatures and objects within the dome, when you cast this spell, can move through it freely. All other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Oh, cool. Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. Oh, cool. And I believe it's also ritual casting, so you don't need to use a spell slot. Mm Mm-hmm. Sick. Mm -hmm. I pull out, like, a small glass bead. Just need to play a little homey song and... Great. From our home, Forestburg. Very Where good. we live and eat very, very plain butter. <laughs> it's yeah. very fatty. Mmm, I love it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this is Grimlock Sea Spray. Joey's novel True Son of the Empire is on Amazon as a soft cover or ebook. Hey guys, Olivia here. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast on your favorite podcasting app. It'll help other people find our show. Hey, this is Kareth from AdLib Heroes, and if you like Dungeons and & Dragons and Heavy Metal, be sure to follow the contributing artists who wrote our intro and outro, Balragath, on all of their social media and their Bandcamp. Um, so let's head down there, I guess. Sure. So, you head down the pathway, and as you get near the palisade, uh, you notice that there are a couple of bugbears sitting on top of it, looking rather casually down at you. Uh, So, bugbears are big, hairy goblins wearing leather, and most of them are armed with morning stars. Very thuggish looking, and they're kind of staring at you as you approach. Um... Hail, do you speak common? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. But he doesn't. Oh, um, we have papers from customs. Okay. Are you in the right place? Yes, we're, we've come to see Ston. Oh, is he expecting you? No. Oh, okay. We have, um, information for him. Okay, tell me and I'll tell him. No, it's it's information that he needs to be able to decide for himself. Oh, he's so busy. I don't know if he'll be able to see you. I mm. guess he doesn't want to hear anything about Jenny Bagabones then. Mm. So he turns to the other and they start speaking back and forth in godly. I pull out ten copper. So he's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I think he can see you. <laughs> I hand over the ten copper. Okay. I see how things work here. (laughs) And so he starts uh, leading you through the camp as he's carefully counting the copper as he walks. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when you reach the big tent, he holds open the door and he comes inside. And in Gali, he goes, Dabado Jenny, Takanto, Bot Ban Vu, Vogobu and lead you all inside. So in this 
rather dark room. There is a small fire that has burned down to coals in the center of it. There are about three hobgoblins, or sorry, not hobgoblins, bugbears lounging around it. And then on a throne-like chair that is made out of uh, a whole bunch of bones sits a much bigger bugbear kind of staring down at the others. One of his tusks that comes out of the bottom of his mouth has been cracked mm. and is and is missing most of it. And he says, So you come to tell me about Jenny Bagabones, eh? Yes. Uh, and I do like a small bow. Uh, and all the hobgoblins laugh as you do. Oh, you're so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've just... Um, done some reconnaissance at Jenny Bagabones' hut. Mm-hmm. And we are aware that she was, she's misleading you. Oh, really? Yes. On what? She was supposed to trade you some stone seeds for mm-hmm. a hammer. Yeah. She is likely going to tell you that she has them. And she does not. Oh, what happened to her seeds? She has traded them away. Hmm. So and she's going to try and rob me. And probably attack. This deep in, eh? Hmm. Because of her goblins that you have been stealing, she thinks she'll have an advantage on you. So roll me a deception check. Please do well. Can't inspire myself, can I? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I rolled a six. My deception's a seven. Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, that's not good news. She's still got them trolls? Um, some of them have met accidents. How many she got left? One. One troll left? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she still got them hellhounds? I didn't see any, but that doesn't mean that they're not there. Mm, good to know, good to know. Or maybe we use different words for them. Cat- cat-like beasts? No, no, dogs that breathe fire. Oh, she has cat-like beasts, I mean, for if sure. she had hellhounds, that would make a lot of sense to how she kept the trolls under control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh... But there's uh, some hag magic she she spoke of about her. Basically, if enough of her goblins are in an area, she's able to do some sort of hag magic to empower them, imbue them, turn them all into magic magic goblins. How many does she need for that? Do you know? Um, I'm not good at lying. I know, but you're the one who uh. looks like he does hag magic. <laughs> could be five. Could be more or less. Five? That few, eh? Mm. The, Depends how strong, Jenny, how strong Jenny's magic is. Mm. It's a good thing she hates people. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like... You know, they're trying to get you to take as many goblins as possible, so... Oh, it's a trick. So she can come in and get the hammer without giving you anything, except for a few goblin lives. Hmm. So why are you telling me this? What a good question. Um... She betrayed us. She betrayed us, and we're looking for revenge. <laughs> we want her hurt. Yeah, her her powerful goblins actually all all they already almost killed Kirith. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we could uh, gather together the goblins we stole from her in a pit and let you wait in the pit until she appears. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate thing is. She may have a bead 
on, like if she was going to check in on someone, it might be one of us, she would try. Mm-hmm. We've been careful about our hair and our, don't don't let her take anything that is. Yeah, she's a hag. What are you, stupid? No, we didn't let her take anything, but she'll be looking for anything possible because she knows who we are, but she doesn't know you know. Mm-hmm. But if she she knows my name and your name, so if she can scry from a name, she can get us all. That's true, but if we're not around you while you're doing your stuff, you just look like you're doing your normal stuff. If you are interacting with us a bunch. So you can tell that he's looking at you rather confused at this moment. Hmm. You can roll an insight check. Yeah. Anyone? Uh, yeah. 22. Uh, 20. That's the map. So both of you realize that he still can't figure out what's in it for you because we you just said came. you want revenge, but then you don't want to take revenge. So he can't figure out why mm. you're here or what you're doing. Keeping her from getting the hammer is revenge sweet enough for us. If we can see it and make sure that you still have it now and that she hasn't played some other trick, what kind of trick she play? I don't know. She's a hag. Mm. She's got lots of magic I don't understand. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. If we can make sure that you still have it, and now with the information you have, you can protect, keep so her from getting it. He gets up and heads out of the room, like through a curtain near the back. He comes back about four minutes later and um, says, uh, "One moment." Okay, so this is a one action range touch, uh, only somatic component spell. Mm-hmm. Can I cast it on uh, Beast Sense so I can see what he sees and hear what he hears? Can I cast it on my pet mouse sneakily? Because it's just somatic components. Yes, you can. And then try to send him to okay. follow. So he's not a familiar, correct? Correct. So, so then he's it's not super smart. Animal but... handling role. Cool. Can I help him with the animal handling role? No. <laughs> There's no Come way on, you, could, you guys could work together on this and hide it from the several bugbears in the room. Correct. Uh, uh, yeah, that's totally fair. I got a 17. It's, you're already being very generous by letting mm-hmm. me cast this spell. <laughs> But I got a 17 on Admiral okay. Handling. So your your pet mouse does its follow command. We're going to establish that's one of the three commands that you can teach your mouse. Sure. So you tell it to follow him. So he ha- you're watching through your mouse's eyes. Uh, what does it look like when you cast this spell initially? Um, I guess I would probably just like, since it's, uh, what is it? For the duration of the spell, you can use your action to see through the B size and hear what it hears. So I'd probably just like, at first, rub my eyes and like pull on my ears, and like the brown energy would go into that, and then uh, touch him, yeah. and same thing. And then for the rest of the four minutes, I'm like rubbing my temples above my eyes <laughs> and have them closed so I can just. So you watch him head through the curtain of a room off to the side and then another curtain into what you would assume is his bedroom there is uh, a big pile of furs in one corner Uh, there is a chest Uh, instead of going to the chest he goes to what looks like a rather empty corner of the room uh, and he reaches along the edge of the tent wall and finds a cord that is the same color as the tent wall that would be hard to see, takes it and carefully unhooks it. It looks like it takes a little bit of strength. After he does that, he brushes aside some dirt and pulls up a set of boards on the ground. And underneath those boards, there are a pile of coins, about three different glass bottles containing odd-colored liquids. Uh, There is... Uh, several red gems, and there is a small blue hammer. Okay. Then he takes that, lifts it, places it back, 
takes the cord, puts it back into the hook, and then comes back to okay. the room. And as he walks back in, he says, uh, yeah, it's still good. Perfect. <laughs> so if could we stay um, here? We've traveled for a while to get here. Can you we... got your own tents? Um, I... uh, yeah, we, we can provide our own accommodations. We'll even stay outside the palisade if that's more comfortable for you. You can stay inside palisade for three gold. Oh, that's pretty pricey. And I just stare at the others. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a two-person tent. It's in my trunk. Yeah, that sounds fine. Hmm. I don't know what he's That's trying pretty to... pretty pricey. Hmm. We'll probably just set up outside. Ah, so. yes. Oh. Okay. Um. Ugh. He didn't mean the price. He... Okay, okay, mm-hmm. I got it. <laughs> I wonder. Um, just so that you're not alarmed, I do a little bit of magic myself, and to try to stop Jenny from being able to scry on us, you will see just looks like a ball around our tent. Oh, okay. It's, Anti-scrying? Yeah. So, if you, I'll probably try to make it similar colors, <laughs> like a brown or something, but just so that your, you know, new guard and everything don't spend all their time trying okay. to figure out what it is. I mean, they can obviously go look if guys want to look but oh no we trust you oh that's good um <laughs> great i mean you cleared customs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i i hope jenny works quickly because we have to leave and be back there in three days and if we can witness this happen i thought you didn't want to see us put the goblins in a pit well We've we've warned you, and I wouldn't want to upset the hobgoblin commanders. So, uh, yeah, you don't want to get on Grokok's back. You've got quite a force here. Um, we'll head back to our camp and decide what we'll do from there, and uh, let you know after we've rested what our intentions are. Okay. Kappa, he says. And you see Vari tense up a little bit. I just like kind of push, like use a foot to push him like kind of more into the middle of our group. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> so you guys are heading back to the top of the valley away from the palisade into the trees. I think we'll go right against the palisade, right? Uh, probably a little ways off. Okay. Uh, maybe not right to the, uh, how far a walk was it from the top of the valley? Probably about 10 minutes to walk from the top of the valley to the entrance of the palisade. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Okay. And so you're camping in plain view off the side of the road. Yeah. Vari, why did you get worried back there? Uh, he said later prey pray like I am I am cat and you are mouse mm. directed at us mm-hmm. all of us yeah it wasn't good night mm. all right so I know where the hammer is I know where he's keeping it and I know how to get to it and I think I can get in and out without anyone noticing me because it was against the tent wall and I can turn into a fucking mouse that said if he said that, he knows that we're being tricksy. So, uh, do you want a tunnel? <laughs> you used a tunnel to get under Jenny's wall. Uh, that would take too long. I think that, I think I'd, I'll just rely on probably finding a gap in the palisade small enough for a, a mouse. Yeah. Or, I was just... or turn into a cat or something else. Mm-hmm. But the, the tunnel, if you recall, took like a full six seconds and wasn't sneaky. Mm-hmm. For every like 
block I had to move. My only thought was if we set up camp and then you start, if we don't set up camp so, so far and you go down far enough and just tunnel for hours. So long as it doesn't collapse on me, I don't know anything about mining. I look at Grimlock. Uh, yeah, I could. <laughs> so the problem they would have with their plan that they're not thinking about as miners is they need a place to put the earth. Mm, so if they right. dig a tunnel that long, it's it's going to be obvious. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, especially I can't just com keep compacting it against the walls. Yeah, and we're we're in a valley, so like the nearest place to hide all that would be very far away. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, I could make some of us invisible. Was you said it was under some floorboards below that? Was it like dug into the earth? Yes. So I could even avoid getting going into his room if I could just dig out from under the tent from very close. But then I'm also it, there casting a spell in the middle of their the encampment. wall of the tent. It's about though is an inner wall, not an outer wall. Yeah. So the outer wall, okay. like his his bed and the decoy chest are near the outer wall. Yeah. We, again, this is about as dumb as my idea of going and talking to Jenny, but Jenny could appear. I think if we <laughs> don't get more complex with this. Just try to sneak in and get it. You guys could even go and talk to the guards at the front, make it look like we are just this dumb, that we're willing to fraternize and talk with people that we're clearly playing, mm. trying to play a mind game with. That's enough of a distraction. Mm -hmm. And and not you don't have to stay there the whole time I'm gone. You just have to... Just show up. Yeah, make it look like we're carefree and careless and just that dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess if they ask where Kirith, where Kirith went. Have you ever met an elf? They hate goblins. Just say that I'm being racist. Yeah, they'd probably. So, so Nally is like, is it racist? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they're evil. Do you hear yourself? <laughs> <laughs> so we should go set up our tent at least so that it looks oh, like. Oh, yeah, they... we'll do the whole nine. Yeah. Mm. Set up our we whole camp. We might lose and... a tent. Just so you know, we might lose your tent. <laughs> I mean, this is like the first time that we were ever actually using it. I think it's fine. Yeah, that's true. We're more of tavern crawlers. I mean, no, we set up our tents that time we slaughtered all those orcs right before we did the, the church kerfuffle. Mm -hmm. That The church heist. <laughs> Look at Nally. Like... I just, our lives are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the first day we met? <laughs> No, no, no. That was like the third. <laughs> I mean, the the day after I met you, we went and killed a bunch of trolls. So mm -hmm. true. But that didn't involve the church heist. That involved a hag heist. Mm. I mean, I'll steal from a church before a hag any day. Ah. <laughs> uh, and I'll steal from a hag. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's set up, um, and then I'll. Are the woods kind of nearby? Or so the, the woods area? are very close to the edge of the road here. You okay. get the feeling that the bugbears want the road to be something you can easily sneak along. Yeah, great. Um, we'll set up camp because mm -hmm. they're definitely watching us. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'll go gather firewood. Okay. Okay. Are you casting Leoman's tiny hut over the camp while Kirith is there so he can get in and out of the hut? I would have to stay here. Mm -hmm. um, how how long is the casting time? It's ritual, so ten minutes. Oh, well, I can just hang out for ten minutes. It lasts forever, but right? But then she I have to stay would have it. to stay within the hut. Oh. Or the hut until the... If she leaves the hut's area, the hut disappears. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't worry about me. Okay. Um... Vari, which way 
Which way through can we get to your shortcut to sneak out through the woods here? Oh yeah. Barry's shortcut very is very close. Very close. Is he can I, do I have to insight that? Is he just trying to instill confidence again? Just trying to instill confidence. He had no idea where this place was. <laughs> I Vari, mm-hmm. we could all die. Yeah. Bugbears are bad. How far to your shortcut through? Eight minutes. Do you... Have you been to this shortcut before, or is it... Oh, Vari took it many times. Mm. When was the last time? Uh, Thursday. Oh, my God. We're all going to die here. Probably. What we need to do (laughs) is... Oh, I can just pass without trace as we sneak through the woods. like. And we just need to get back to customs. If if we get back there first and nobody has heard about what got, went on here, we can just get out. Because it sounds like there's a hierarchy here. And if a bugbear is going against what a general hobgoblin said was fine for us to do, it's going to take some process before he can explain what we did. But uh, in that time, we would be arrested. And Narya says, uh, hobgoblin justice tends to be swift. And if it is a visiting elf versus the word of a bugbear, mm. then you torture the elf until you get the truth. I think we, I think we go in. But I, I think that, I mean, depending on what happens, if we'll know how quickly they're running after us. Mm-hmm. It but w- they all outrank us, every one of them. I, right. under, I, I understand yeah. that. What I'm trying to say is, Immediately trying to sneak out means we don't have the benefit of the small amount of protection we might have. So if the bugbear is directly behind us, then yes, we're going to sneak out. However, if they're going to find out in an hour, if we can be an hour ahead of them, just heading out because Uh, we're unlikely to be arrested for no reason until the word gets to them. If if word is right on our heels, then for sure, but... But stick to the roads until we have reason to believe that they'll be after us. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the infiltration, like it might be a little, little risky. But like, what if we wait until it's dark and just like it's always dusk here? Hmm. This is as dark as it's getting. Okay. Well, what if we wait until we know that he's not in his room? And just lob an arrow in, like in the roof of the tent, to get you a hole to go, like to fly in. I mean, maybe. I'm pretty sure he's not in his room now. He was not currently there. Hmm. I can probably figure out anything that I can turn into that can fly has talons. Hmm. I can try to tear through the tent. I still think my best bet is the mouse. I'm, I I know that I'm sneakier. No, That's my sneakiest. No. Um, Do you have anything that can dig I'm... well? My problem is I like, I might be able to find where his room was by like burrowing, but it's mm. hard to orient where I am. Mm. Um, how long does your invisibility spell last? Um, it lasts for one hour. That's more than enough time. It's like 20 feet that uh, way. <laughs> because an invisible mouse is even sneakier. Yep. An invisible mouse covered in magic dirt to make him not have footprints is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I, I only have one chance at this, though. I get yeah. two shapeshifts, and I'll have to turn back into a me hmm. to get the thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. How are you... Because a mouse can't carry a hammer. Have you ever seen what happens to all of my armor and everything I carry on me when I change? Notice how it doesn't fall to the ground? It's magic. It just goes inside me. I don't know. <laughs> Hag magic. Uh, it moves to an extra men- dimensional space that is attached to the core of your being. Nalia says. It's in his See? butt. Got it. Nerd magic knows. <laughs> she gives you a death glare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, like you and Val haven't been calling what I do sewer magic this whole time. Well, and Val has to be fair. And Val has feelings sewer magic. magic. <laughs> Mine is math magic. Yeah, that's what I said. Nerd magic. <laughs> you see your seating. <laughs> Bandcamp nerd magic. I say as I point at Olivia. <laughs> she at least understands the theory behind it. Look, numbers are stupid. <laughs> Let's just set up camp so you can do your thing, which is collect firewood. She says very, very loudly in case anyone is listening. So do we want to call it there as you set up your decoy camp? Mm-hmm. And we'll pick up next time when you make your heist. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs>